that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in Well, good afternoon. It's Carol Stanley here, and we are celebrating Father's Day today. This is, again, that special touch of God's excellence on KLAY 1180 on your AM dial or KLAY1180.com all over the globe. And so here we are from 2 to 3 just spending some wonderful hangout time with you uh, celebrating Father's Day and 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 just I've got a great great guest in studio today and we're just gonna have a great time so <clears throat> I want you to get your tea hopefully today it would be iced tea and just kind of snuggle up in your favorite chair and enjoy the time with us today so as always I want to begin with uh, the, the Jesus Calling, it's as you know, if you've been listening to me at all, it's that wonderful, my favorite of all time, uh, devotionals by Sarah Young as Jesus Calling. So I'm going to share with you what this says. It says, remember, this is Jesus talking to you and I. You are my beloved child. I chose you before the foundation of the world to walk with me along paths designed uniquely for you. Concentrate on keeping in step with me instead of trying to anticipate my plans for you. If you trust that my plans are to prosper you and not to harm you, you can relax and enjoy the present moment. Your hope and your future are rooted in heaven where eternal ecstasy awaits you. Nothing can rob you of your inheritance of unimaginable riches and well-being. Sometimes I grant you glimpses of your glorious future to encourage you and spur you on. But your main focus should be staying close to me. I set the pace in keeping with your needs and my purposes in you. I love that. Uh, I just, it, you know, when I read Sarah Young's take on the scriptures that she pulls this from, it just, it's like God reading my mail. I just love the encouragement that her devotional Jesus Calling gives. And, of course, she took that today from Ephesians 1, 4, one of my absolute favorite verses. It says, Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him. One of the translations that I dearly love is uh, that we are faultless. He sees us faultless. And I love that because I know I'm not faultless. But I love that he sees us faultless. Um, in his heart, a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. And of course, that's Proverbs 16:9. And then one, another one of my favorites is Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Isn't that great? And you also were included in Christ. This is Ephesians 1, 13, 14. And you were also included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those 
who are God's possession to the praise uh, of his glory. And again, I just, I love these scriptures. The scripture is always true and very lifts your heart for sure. It's just so important that we tune in to who we are in Christ. I love that Ephesians 1, 4 and calling us faultless because a definition of grace that I heard uh, from Graham Cook I just have loved it because the, his his definition of grace is seeing ourselves through God's lens. God sees us as faultless. He sees us as perfect creation, right? Knowing full well <laughs> that we're human and that we'll, we're all schmucks. We know we're schmucks. That's why we need a savior, right? But the deal is he sees us as beautiful, faultless, beloved children. And that's why it's so cool to think of God, to think of Christ in particular as not only friend, but Father. That Father God, you know, who is, again, the Trinity, Father God, and then, of course, Jesus and the Holy Spirit are all are all part of God. And he, he God, meaning the, the, whole, the whole triune being of God, acts as our wonderful Father who loves us, who sees us as perfect, and we are to live into what he sees. We know we got a long way to go, but as we can accept the fact that he sees us as really cool kids, right? And we can live into that. That is such a beautiful definition of grace. I love, love, love that. Um, because again, it's it's so true. But I want to share with you, uh, Proverbs 22, 6 says this, teach children how they should live and they will remember it all their life. As today is Father's Day, I want to share with you uh, a couple little messages from life today. I really appreciate James Robeson and his wife, uh, Betty, and their ministry and their work in the world, you know, putting wells in and, and feeding children and, oh my goodness, bringing life-giving water to uh, communities in Africa in particular who have have not access to clean water so that's a it's a valuable and incredibly important ministry but i want to share this it says i like some of you uh, i like some of you who read this never had a real father in 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 your life i'm so thankful my father in heaven took me by the hand and taught me his ways he's the greatest father any of us could ever have and it's his love that has touched our children their children and now our great-grandchildren of course James is a great-grandfather my prayer this is from James is that you will experience the unconditional love of our Heavenly Father this Father's Day and I think that is such a, a lovely thought something else that I saw uh, in his ministry letter to to me I, I love to I subscribe to him all the time. And this is this was just lovely. It was by Randy Robison. It says, "One year, one, one year ago today, I began the journey to find my biological father. For years I thought he had passed away, but on Father's Day last year, my children bought me a DNA test and the results pointed to another man, and this other man was still alive." It's a curious thing knowing you have another father out there somewhere. Being adopted into a wonderful home, I never lacked for a mother and father. James and Betty Robeson are my God-appointed appointed parents, and my entire family carries the last name with a sense of honor and proper pride. 
At the same time, I couldn't deny the DNA. I wanted to know. The security my parents gave me actually helped in my search for my biological parents. When I learned that the man I thought was my biological father was not my biological father and that my true father, uh, you know, biological father, was still alive, I told my wife, he may slam the door in my face, but I'm going to reach out to him anyway. It took a few months of obsessive research and some help from... Uh, a newfound cousin, well-versed in DNA and genealogy. But we narrowed it down to a couple of possibilities. One was in Texas. I called and asked to visit, neither of us knowing exactly how we were related. I knocked on his door, and he graciously invited me into his home. I laid out what I knew of my story, and a couple of days later, he called and said, quote, I think I'm the one you're looking for, unquote. He took the DNA test, and it confirmed our relationship. Since then, I've gotten to know Joe. He has been gracious and open. He wants to know me. I am grateful for his kindness, and I pray I can be a blessing to him. Another funny thing happened along the way. The aspect of the DNA test that first tipped me off that things were not as they seemed was my ethnic background. I'm nearly 70% Irish. That didn't line up with the extensive ancestry research I've done on both my biological mother, whom I've known for many years, and the man I previously thought was my biological father. They're not that Irish. <laughs> but Joe, he's 100%. That has led to another slight obsession of mine. Ireland. In fact, at the moment this devotional is being emailed and posted online, I am on my way from London to Dublin. My Irish awakening made me want to know more, to explore the land of my ancestors and to learn about my about their culture. So I'm going to countries or to pardon me, to counties Clare, Cavan, Donegal, and Antrim. I have a sense that this is a part of who I am. There is a parallel between my journey and the journey of all Christians uh, uh, that we are all on. I'm sorry. Now, when we are born again in Jesus Christ, we become sons and daughters of God. When the Holy Spirit resides in us, we get God's DNA. It cannot be denied. We have a Father who is gracious, open, and wants to know us. When we reach out, He welcomes us into His presence. This realization also sparks a heaven awakening. We are part of the kingdom of heaven, which doesn't require hours of travel. It's here. It transcends and trumps all earthly cultures, uniting all believers as one. We can explore it, experience it, and learn more. So on this Father's Day, no matter who your earthly father may be. I ask these simple questions. Do you know your heavenly father? Do you understand how much he wants to have a close and ongoing relationship with you? And do you realize that you are already a citizen of heaven right now on this earth? I pray that you will come into a greater realization of your spiritual DNA. Unlike my Irishness, I'm not just a part of who we are. It's everything we are. So knock on his door. I know he will invite you in. Happy Father's Day to all fathers and both of mine. This is, again, signed lovingly, Randy Robinson. So 
With that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with our guest. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals. And she is easy to talk with. Contact Catherine Evans at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's Kay Evans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That's well, we're back, and I hope you've got your tea refreshed and you're ready for a great time with Catherine Evans of Strategic Sound Solutions. You heard her uh, plug, if you will, recently on. Uh, on our break, and I am so happy to have Catherine in studio today. I want to share with you a little bit about her background because Catherine is one of those incredibly um, experienced and professional people that loves the Lord and loves people, loves you guys. So Catherine Evans has over 20 years' experience in the insurance and financial services industry. She has served in management for Fortune 500 insurance companies, responsible for training field staff and managers. She's responsible for training field staff and managers on a national level. Uh, Those she trained were in the top 1% in the nation. In addition, she has been a presenter at national, regional, and local conferences in the insurance and financial industry to fellow professionals, community business owners, and seniors. Catherine has served in uh, clinics and doctor's offices as a medical advocate uh, with the 
utmost professionalism, providing assistance to patients as well as staff with their Medicare questions and needs. This experience and over 6,000 clients she has served have given her ample experience and knowledge to work together with clients to determine the most appropriate Medicare insurance to meet their needs. Keep in mind that it does not cost clients anything to utilize a broker's services. Brokers are compensated by the insurance companies. It costs the client the same amount whether they call a company directly or have a broker go through all the options that are available. It could cost money uh, if one does not utilize the service of a qualified, knowledgeable broker, if you choose the wrong plan. Catherine has a master's degree with an emphasis in business management and advertising and three California Community College teaching credentials, which are honored in Washington State. You are invited to contact Catherine with any questions. She is awesome. She's easy to listen to. Easy. She's just an awesome woman. She can be reached by email at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com, or you can call her at 253 861 I am so happy to welcome Catherine Evans. And again, she and I both have wonderful stage and screen backgrounds. And so anyway, you, you and I just are girlfriends. Welcome, Catherine. Well, thank you, Carol. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> it is so good to be here with you in studio. And again, we are going to, you are such a wonderful, you have so much uh, that you offer to people with your background, with who you are, and it's such a joy to. Uh, again, you are I. You are my broker, and you have again. We came to know each other really through us and our need to find good insurance. And oh my goodness! So tell me, uh, as we begin today, tell me what are people looking for in the insurance world at this time of year? Well, this time of year. People usually are thinking about their family. School's out, vacation's coming, and it's you know time for summer barbecues and family trips and things like that. So people tend to kind of gravitate towards life insurance and be concerned that there's going to be something there for their children and grandchildren when, when they pass away. Um, they don't want to leave their family holding the bag, so to speak, because, right, yeah. you know, having to spend a lot of extra yeah. money that might not be in their budget. And they want to make sure sometimes they want to hand down a legacy and it can be small. It might be a um, paying off someone's car. It might be paying the rest of the mortgage payments and the house is almost paid for, but the rest of the mm -hmm. mortgage so that the kids can own the family home. Um, or maybe it's that last grandchild's trip to Europe that maybe the grandparents paid for. The, so the other kids, yeah, all yeah. the other kids, and there's that one yeah. last child, and they're concerned that there, there'll be money for that. So. Well, I so encourage, if you're listening to us today, and of course, obviously, if you're hearing this, you're listening to us, but I really encourage you to give Catherine a call or certainly an email at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com because she is a doll and she really knows her stuff. And again, it doesn't cost you a dime to talk to her and she can really guide you and give you all the options available to you so you can you can choose the, the right thing for you. That's what's thing. important. Yes, and one more thing. Well, there, the other thing that's really important is a lot of times people don't realize that when one, a, one of the 
you know, their spouse passes away, sure that they can take the higher social security payment of the two, but the second social security payment is missing. And so that's, you know, we need more money with inflation as, you know, five years, 10 years goes by. But when you're missing one of the Social Security payments is a lot, and a life insurance policy can help make that difference up. We can set it up so you have a monthly income stream oh, from that. Great. Yeah. yeah, that's so, awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. So get a hold of Catherine. That's the bottom line. Yeah. But, you know, Catherine, you and I today, because it's Father's Day and family, and, and you and I both love the Lord. And so what I want to do is the gift of relationship. I want to talk with you about the things on your heart. God showed you. Uh, a picture a while back. A while back. Uh, so, do you want to share that with us? Sure. All right. Hey, you know when he puts something on our minds, yep, it's just yep. it's to it be burns shared. until it, <laughs> we share it. So, yes, yes. Well, a while back in the you know the wee hours of the morning when it's yes. not nighttime and it's not quite daytime yet, yep. and. Um, I was awakened with this picture in my mind and it was like I was someplace else and all my whole all my senses were alive I was it was just a wonderful place to be Um, the vibes in the place were so positive and it was just a, a lovely experience so I walked into the room and I saw a table in the middle of the room and the otherwise the room was empty yeah and and on this table was an amazing, exquisitely wrapped gift. Wow. Now, I'm not someone that like gets totally into the way gifts are wrapped. Yeah. But for this picture that I had, it was, I, it's just, I have never seen anything so absolutely gorgeous and beautiful in my life. And I was drawn to it. Yeah, so and it kind of blew you away. It, right. Yeah. And it didn't matter what was inside of it because the gift itself, you was, know, uh-huh. was was what it was all about. And so I I thought, oh my goodness, who is that for? You know, I've never seen anything so beautiful. I have no idea what could be inside. And um, it's like, you know, it's not my birthday. It isn't any holiday that I know of. So it can't be for me, you know? (laughs) And so I looked around and there was no one else in the room. I walked a little closer and on a small tag on this exquisite present, Mm. there was some writing and I got closer yet. And lo and behold, it was my name. So the present was for me. So I took a deep breath and I was filled with this incredible sense of awe and wonder who gave me this gift. I didn't deserve it. I mean, I hadn't done anything spectacular for anyone recently in the in the dream and or yeah, vision. vision sure. And um, th- I just couldn't, I, you know, how you're transported someplace and you see these things. And I, I, there was no logical reason that someone would give me that gift. And I could feel intensely all the emotions that went with that a scenario as, as it was occurring. Well, what do you think God was saying to you in this picture? Well, you know, it's amazing because a still small voice began talking to me yeah, and it explained that this was how I was supposed to view or think of every relationship that I have. Wow. That I e- love that. Yes. Each person that is put into our lives is a gift. We haven't done anything to deserve that gift, but we have the opportunity to gently and carefully unwrap each layer of gift wrap that is that person and get to know them a little bit at a time without any preconceived ideas about who they are because you know 
that we as human beings have these preconceived ideas. Oh yeah, we are great at trying to make judgments and all. And I, you know, I like to stress, you can be a, a fruit inspector, but we have not the right to make judgments. So I love this picture. Right, it's awesome. Yeah, and so also, I think the most key component was that we were not to have any expectation of what I was supposed to get out of each relationship. Wow. So so what do you think, based on that picture, uh, what do you think that God wants your role to be in this relationship? I think that our role in, re- in relationships is to value and appreciate a person just because they were brought into our sphere of influence, just because they were perfectly and wonderfully made by the Creator, and to explore the potential within them and delight in who they are just because they exist. Wow, and you know, that is such a beautiful thought and such a true thought. I, I, and I just, I pray that for all of us because I know there's times, I mean, I was spending some time with my grand, my teenage grandchildren last week. And oh my goodness, I can, I can attest to the fact and admit that I kind of lost my cool a couple times and then was really praying that, oh God, forgive me and help me to make, help me to not lose my cool. Help me to truly see the beauty, even in their frustration or in their (laughs) snarkiness or whatever is going on, right? Help me to see the beauty in them and to not be thrown a curve, right? Right. Because we all do that stuff. Right. And another thing that was really highlighted for me was it didn't matter whether they felt drawn to me or I felt drawn to them, um, that I was supposed to appreciate the intrinsic wonder and beauty of who they were just because they were created by God, because they were created by God for his glory. And he really stressed Mm. that each of us is created for his glory. Yes. And because that's so true. We truly were one of the bottom lines. I remember uh, Dr. Swindoll saying years ago was your the the reason you're on this planet is to bring God, bring God glory. And and I thought, wow, that's it's a simple but profound thought, but it's so true. As we look to Him, give our hearts to Him, right. and live out the, our God-given purpose, unique to us. I mean, I preach this stuff all the time right. in my coaching with uh, clients. Is that you know each of us is so beautiful and so right. unique and so precious to God, and and again to each other. That's why this vision is so really cool that you're sharing we, with us. And we each bring something to the table, and two people that are so different from each other yeah. together can be whole. I mean, yes. As, I mean, and I mean, have you ever had a girlfriend that was so different from you, but you had so much fun together? Oh yeah, yeah. Or or try on husband. Oh, that's true. <laughs> A lot of opposites attract. My husband and I are so different, but I love him dearly. Uh-huh. And and the, the the little joke on all of us, I think, is that when we are drawn uh-huh. to uh, to someone, whether it be a girlfriend or, right. or our husbands, that. You know, it's we're drawn almost subconsciously to people that fill us. In other words, that fill our holes. That complete. That complete yeah. us, yeah. right. And then we spend some time bumping heads and going, what was I thinking, right? Uh-huh. But the truth is, no, it's a gift to us. And and he knocks the rough edges off of us by having being drawn to that different person right. as well. You know what? We're going to take another quick break, and we're okay. going to come right back. Okay. Okay. That special touch of God's Excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. 
that special touch of God's excellence in you. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals. And she is easy to talk with. Contact Catherine Evans at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more? how to present with confidence and presence, I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. That special touch of God's excellence in you. special touch of God's excellence in you. That's well, we're back, and I hope you're just snuggling up to the, the radio or to your computer on your .com because we are in studio with Catherine Evans. What a delight, Catherine. You, you know, the thing I love about you is you are an experienced, beautiful, professional broker with insurance, and you do a phenomenal job. But you also do a phenomenal job of being and helping other women be better as Christian women. Because you know what? We all, as women, we need that encouragement. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. And in fact, when we don't, in fact, you had made a statement that when we don't acknowledge that purpose in us and and bringing glory to God. It's like what a slap in God's face. Well, it's or, like when we reject yeah. when we yeah, meet yeah. someone and we reject them. Yeah, we're rejecting God. That's true. Because I mean, he, he, he's made each of us for his glory. And he's yes. designed us. Yes. I mean, we're perfectly and wonderfully made. Yes. And there's one part in a minute we're going to talk about is I mean, there's a, the amplified version of the Bible. You know how it goes into so much detail. I love it. It's yes. one of the first Bibles that yeah. I was given as an adult, having you know surrendered and recommitted my right. life to Christ. That it just came alive for right. me. I love the amplified. But he talks Bible. about when he made us. That mm-hmm. It was like being embroidered, knitted together, and being embroidered. Isn't that I awesome? Mean, yes. Yeah. What a beautiful picture. Well, so in Psalm one thirty nine, it says that God formed our innermost being. He knit us together in our mother's womb and it says that we were fearfully and wonderfully made right go for it and it goes on to say (laughs) that our frames were not hidden from God while we were being formed in the secret place when we were woven together in the depths of the earth 
and then this is where it yes. says that we're intric- intricately and curiously wrought as if embroidered with various colors. Isn't that a lovely yes. picture? And it yeah. shows that God is a, go- a sensual God, a God yes. with senses. And when you look at the world and the way he created it, it is so beautiful. And yes, if, if man, he created mankind, mm-hmm. men and women, as his, as the is the top of the pyramid of his creation. Yes. Is don't you think that he would have made us his masterpiece? And that is something to be so thankful for. Yeah. And so and to appreciate so much and to hold on to and and to mm-hmm. say my goodness, if we if God feels that way about us, how special we are to him. Absolutely. In fact, mm-hmm. there is a song on um, that I did on my last album that mm-hmm. I recorded and it is called uh, masterpiece and it's it, the particular song is all about looking at uh, the newborn baby who is God's masterpiece but the thing is with every child born we have that awareness that that again God created this little one taking the mom and the dad right right but, but it's God's God it, created, God created it. yes this person and each of us are that masterpiece. Right. Wow, that's so beautiful. I love that. Right. And you know, my father was a, uh, he was a genius, but he was a gifted mathematician and scientist. Uh-huh. And he was always going to the Pentagon in Colorado Springs and, you know, for various reasons. And he watched when my daughter, the first grandchild was born, my daughter, he watched her development oh. and he would just sit there in awe. And he would say, he used to call me Kathy. He's the only one that calls me Kathy. But he'd say, Kathy, he says, do you know what a miracle and what a masterpiece this baby is do you know that it just shows who god is yes there's no way that man could program a computer to even come close to what this baby is doing developmentally and then god did this he would say i love it it. oh yeah that is so cool but and it also says that all of our our, all of our days were ordained for us and written in his book yes and when you talk about a baby being born and how we were knitted together in his our mother's wombs and god knew us even before we were a a secret thought in our mom and dad's minds my dad and mom used to my dad used to say yeah before before you were a gleam in my eye you know god (laughs) god knew yeah he sure did so so if god so amazingly created each one of us i think it's our job to accept each other and appreciate each other just as we are with no expectations. And again, I so agree yeah. with you. And and again, that's something that we all as humans struggle with, but it's so important, so important. So I would imagine that knowing this would affect how we relate to people we have in our lives. Did he show you any other details regarding this? Well, it's interesting that you should ask <laughs> because he showed me different types of relationships. And he really focused on not having expectations in Mm. the relationship. But the first one he showed was of husbands and wives and how we as human beings expect certain things from each other and that God showed me to approach the relationship with no expectations on a daily basis, like to make it Mm -hmm. deliberate. Mm -hmm. And that has to be a deliberate conscious choice because left to our own emotional responses, <laughs> we can get into such trouble, can't we? <laughs> yes. And so to do those things that we're called to do and, and delight in the little things that our spouse do, does each day, 
Um, yeah, to look with fresh eyes. Right. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and delight, and delight <laughs> in their sense of humor, delight in the way they choose to do things, <laughs> because that is the part of the way he is and the way he was designed by God. Yes. Yeah, and it's not our job to <laughs> change him, because then we're playing God. Amen. Yeah. So any changes that might occur, were not going to occur from any words that I spoke, God showed me, mm-hmm. but from the Holy Spirit working within him, my husband. And so I was supposed to share my heart and speak words of encouragement and inspiration. And, you know, and the other piece that women have a hard time with, but it's so important, uh-huh. is to respect our husbands. Right. Um, you know, I run into so many women says, well, I, no way. I mean, they've got to earn that. Right. And I think, no, no, no. God has called you and actually given you that command to respect him. Come heck or high water, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we as women, that's our tough pill to swallow. But the man is called to love us unconditionally. That's his tough pill. Right. Because he operates, and men operate with each other on a respect level. And they know we can out-love them, you know, right? Mm-hmm. So we, want, we, we need that love, and we give the love. But we tend to withhold the respect, and that's exactly what our husbands need from us, come heck or high water. So it's, and again, those are scriptural commands that we have to learn to respect our husbands. And I love what you're saying. It's that accept them daily with fresh eyes and don't, you know, no expectations. Just love them. Share your heart. Be the different, beautiful, feminine woman you are. But don't expect them to think like you. You got to take your glasses off and put on theirs. Right. <laughs> you know, and we're not mm-hmm. perfect, you know. So there are things that need to change in both of us. But if if something's really bothering us, God says that we have to go to him and we have to pray and we have to give it to him because it's not our job to change it. It's his job. It's the Holy Spirit's it, job within our husband. Yes. Give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord. Thank yes. you. I was going to yes. de- have you define the right. hymn. Yes. And then change will occur mm-hmm. in our spouse or maybe in both of us. Yeah. Maybe we need to change the, our expect. you know, because well, again, it's probably expectations that yes, are kind of working God, their way in again. And God really has, I mean, his job is to uh, our job is to open up and allow him to change us. Oh, my goodness. I'm a, I am such a different person today than I was 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. And I praise God for that. And how that transpired, how that all happened, was going through some crap in life. Oh, it's amazing <laughs> how looking, that humbles us, Oh, huh? man. And, and looking to the Lord. Um, well, And since it's Father's Day, so how, how about between parents and children? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, he was very clear that as parents, so often we have expectations of certain performance behind the actions. And he stressed that our children don't belong to us. They belong to him. And mm-hmm. they're given to us as a gift to guide. <laughs> and the words that we speak are supposed to inspire and encourage them so that they are able to grow and excel in those areas of giftedness that God Put in them. Put in them. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the way God created them. And God showed me that first that I was supposed to delight in the amazing way that each child was designed. Um, because you know how our kids, they they're might. They're cute. They're quirky. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Yeah. And, and then speak words of encouragement and delight and then focus on the wonderful qualities that they were created, that and with which they were created and speaking those words of inspiration and then coach them. But on a 
you know, we're supposed to coach them on a daily basis. Absolutely. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's better if they don't realize that they're being coached. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's that guiding hand. Um, and that's where, again, I, or, and I'm really talking to me here um, because I can, I can get, um, what, frustrated easily and I have to back up and just say, no, 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 no. Because, again, that's all around expectations. When I'm frustrated, it's because I, my expectations have been blown. And again, I have no right to those stupid expectations, bottom line. Right. Because yeah. people don't belong to us. They belong to God. They belong to God. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's a mm-hmm. privilege for us to have a part in their lives. And with children, it's a privilege for us to have a part in their upbringing and guiding them in the potential that they have in the Lord. Absolutely. And it's so easy to forget that when you're in the midst of parenting, especially going through the different phases of children's development and uh, parenting and but it's so 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 important and i just appreciate so much all you're saying so i would imagine that this would affect how we relate to our families obviously we've been talking about as a whole and our place in our families you know our family of origin we, we have to look at that so we seem to as human beings adopt certain roles quote unquote as we interact with our family members so what did he show you about this Well, he showed me different individuals with different family systems and how we do take on a role in our families and um, how we interact differently between, you know, with our siblings and parents Mm -hmm. and and he focused on how we're to claim our place in the relationship that we have. And he talked to me about adoption and the fact, mm. it's, I thought it was really interesting that you brought that up earlier. And I printed some things out about the legal aspects of adoption and the fact when someone is adopted, they have full rights of inheritance mm. the my, you cannot change your mind and say i don't want this child anymore the child is a an inherent part of the family from that point on and so as children we know this and he showed me that children in a family unit adult children he was showing me pictures of Mm -hmm. adult children Mm -hmm. are supposed to claim their space in that family and forget about the roles that they've fulfilled Mm. you know just claim that space and focus on the giftedness that they have in christ and who they are in jesus and stand victoriously in their family unit and contribute those things that they are gifted to contribute. And I thought that was so cool. Um, So instead of hanging back and being and waiting to be invited, we're supposed to like grab onto our sonship or daughtership and ask, act as if we have a secure place in our family. Because have you ever, you've heard as we act a certain way that mm-hmm. actually becomes that way. It, 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 oh, absolutely. And it changes the way we think. Because right. it goes in mm-hmm. from our, um, it goes into our subconscious mind. Absolutely. Yeah. And as we speak things out loud, mm-hmm. it definitely enters the subconscious mm-hmm. and drives our behavior then. Right. Which means you can literally speak, um, you can speak success, you can speak uh wonderful things into your life by by using because god knows how he created our brains right. and so that's why he gives us such beautiful um admonitions in scripture to take every thought captive and renew your mind and speak truth out loud right so important and the bible says that 
Absolutely, yeah. it does. Yeah, you know, in my um, practice, my insurance practice, I see all different family configurations and dynamics, and people come in, and so often there's a black sheep of the family or a scapegoat, and so he showed me in this in this vision this vision that it doesn't matter what had happened in the past, what words had been spoken, if another child had been favored over you, that we're supposed to claim our place in our family and proceed with confidence yes. as the adult child in the family unit. Just as we're child of God and have a place in our spiritual family, we also have a place of inheritance in our earthly family. And I when I, yeah, and when mm-hmm. I say the word inheritance, I'm not referring to material wealth. I'm referring to our spot in the family circle. Yeah, that's yeah. great. You know what? We're going to take another quick break. Cool. We'll be right back. Okay. That special touch, God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to that special touch of excellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals. And she is easy to talk with. Contact Catherine Evans at kevans at at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's Kay Evans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That's well, we're back, and you know what? This has been such a fun uh, interview section here today with Catherine Evans, who is one of our beautiful sponsors. And you've just got to go, you got to go talk to Catherine. Any insurance needs you have on any level, you got to go talk to this woman because it won't cost you a penny and you will be so blessed to talk to her and find out all the different wonderful options you have for any insurance need you have. Um, I know when we you know, cross the line of being seniors, we came to you because, again, Medicare and, oh, my goodness, all the additional Medicare advantage. Oh, geez. Anyway. 
I so appreciate you because you are so knowledgeable and you make it easy for us to make a good decision. Oh my goodness. So you've got to go, you got to talk to Catherine. She is such a doll. And we've been having such a great time today talking about a vision you had. So, so Catherine, this vision, so how does it affect your business relationships? Well, he showed me that business relationships and friendships, etc., the common denominator, denominator in each scenario was that I was to look at that person with fresh eyes, just like we talked about earlier. Look at yes. them through God's eyes. Like husbands, wives, yes. et cetera, sure. <laughs> and maybe a better way, yeah, to say it again would be to look at them through God's eyes. But he stressed that we're supposed to delight in the way that they're made the way that they think, the way they act, the way they speak, etc. Because they're, they are, they're different than us. But and I have to say, I have to interrupt you and say that one of the things that I so loved about meeting you and about experiencing your, your kind of wisdom and expertise was how warm and friendly and how accepting you have been of Mike and I. I just so appreciate Oh. The beauty in you, Catherine. Well, it's easy to be accepting of you and oh, your well, husband. Thank you. but, you're a lovely couple. <laughs> but, but you're you're that way with everybody, and and I it just means so much because you kind of walk in to an insurance uh, what questionnaire time or like you know wanting to know more information with you know some trepidation really, and you just make it so easy. Oh, that's so sweet of you. You to do, say. and so I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you. Go well, ahead. That's okay. I sure <laughs> love what I do. I love kind of hearing about people's lives and yes. encouraging them and helping them find the solutions for their needs and yeah and it's yeah, yeah and you're so good at yeah. it yeah it's the dreams and goals I think that fascinate yeah. me so much yeah it's, yeah it's hearing people's dreams and goals and helping them figure out a way to accomplish or achieve them yeah awesome yeah so anyway um back to the yeah. relationships with the business people mm -hmm. and just people we meet in the community he said that we're supposed to, in conversation, are, um, we're supposed to focus on their needs. Mm. Um, because, you know, with even without point blank asking people, based on what they share and their body yeah. language, we can get a pretty good sense of what their needs are. And through the words we speak and the action we take, we can meet those mm. needs while in the moment in our interaction. So that when we say goodbye to them from that time of interaction, mm -hmm. they will feel encouraged and uplifted. And um, he really stressed that. And I think that if we all did that, it would make such a difference in our society. Oh, boy, yeah. would it ever. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we meet people and so often someone's not like us or maybe mm -hmm. they smell bad or they ha their <laughs> clothes are dirty or torn or something, you know, and sometimes it might be our first response to say, oh, but, you know, that's not OK. No, it isn't. Yeah, because we don't know why right. the they're, that they're in that situation. And I found that as I just let those things go and sit down and look at them in the eye and just love them. Mm -hmm. What a difference it makes. They open up and you, you see their heart. Yeah. And you see their dreams and their goals. And what a gift it is to be able to speak words of encouragement and inspiration into their lives and show them how they can get what they want. And, yes. you know, over a period of several years, what is so amazing is to see changes that occur because their attitude changes, because someone believed in them and gave them hope. 
Oh, and that's yeah. so important. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, that's so important. Yeah, and you know, people need to see God through us. Yes, they do. Yeah, and it's it's important that we not act on our own, but we yeah. yield to the Lord and to the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to flow through us and speak those words of encouragement. Yes, and because we you, you radiate God's beautiful light of love, and that that's so important. There's the old song that says, you may be the only Jesus some will ever see. Oh, that's so true. And it's so true, isn't it? Yeah. Right, we don't know what someone's background is. You know, we that's assume right. that people were raised just like we were because we're human beings and we're egocentric. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we sure are. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, you yes. know, that's very seldom the case. We're all different and we all have different family backgrounds. So, and, you know, another thing he also showed me is that he has us here for a purpose and absolutely and he's yeah. he made it clear if he, if he's if we're clear about what that purpose is that we're supposed to proceed and um in all relationships right? right but we're supposed to proceed and and accomplish the goals that he has set aside with discipline and focus and then helping others and include helping others as mm -hmm. is appropriate but uh, you know in that process so we're not supposed to go off on a tangent and totally no. lose sight of what where god has us going well, it's like you know it's it's like what i what i share with uh speaking clients and singing clients is that it, it's not about you right it is not about you it's about the person in front of you right and in the case of an audience if you will it's about the, those people uh, in front of you and their concerns and their needs. It's all about the gift of you given away to them uh, in who you are as a person, shining that light of Jesus's love. But it's about the other person and how powerfully important the other person is or, again, people in your audience. It's just so powerful and so important. So I so appreciate, oh my goodness, it's been so fun talking about your um, your vision. It's just all these things have come so clear to you and you so exhibit them. Oh my goodness. So in order to embrace this total paradigm of of the other person being the the special the special person that we are to encourage and love and see them without, you know, expectation and so forth. So the paradigm you must have reconsidered your core belief in God, right? Well, you know, it's interesting because I thought about um, these things. And a lot of times when we th think about things in a new way, it actually reaffirms what we already thought. But it shows us um, the same picture from a different direction. And yeah, I began to reflect on God and who he is and the fact that he always has existed and always will exist. And the fact that God is good. His mm -hmm. nature is unchanging because in Malachi 3, 6, God says, I, the Lord, do not change. Right. And then in Mark 10, Jesus says God is good. Right. So if he's good and his nature is unchanging, then he's intrinsically good and he always will be good. And everything he wants for us is the best. Right. Absolutely. And and, you know, the thing is, when you when you experience that kind of love, it's called unconditional agape love from God. Oh, my goodness. There, there again, his grace is how he sees us. He sees us as 
perfect kids. Right. And we are to live into what he sees, which gives us such hope, doesn't it? Yeah. It's so cool. And so then I took it to the next step, and I was thinking that when God made us, he knew us before we were a thought in our mothers and fathers' minds and hearts, like we've talked about. Right, right. And he designed us so that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We talked about yeah. that earlier. Yeah, yeah. And, th- and that's so incredible and amazing. It is. And in fact, the Bible says that our creation brings God glory. And we also talked about that. It says that in Isaiah 43, 7. Yeah. And another word for glory is honor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we want to honor God. And it also says that we're supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves. Well, the Bible says a lot about love, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. And Mark, Mark 30, 12, 31 says we're supposed to love our neighbor and ourself and as ourselves. And see, that's kind of it's a, a mouthful. mouthful. <laughs> yes. Because how many of us can unconditionally love ourselves? And if we don't, yes. how can we love our neighbor well? That's so true. And that's, again, one of the reasons I am a coach is that it's so important to help people love themselves full on as God loves them, to see themselves as he sees them. I mean, that is critically important because you cannot possibly love another person if you don't love yourself. Right. So, and yeah. so you said the Bible says a lot about love, right? Yeah. And so does. I began thinking about love and the Bible tells us that God is love in 1 John 4, 8 and that all love comes from God, 1 John 4, yes, 7. It does. And it also says that we love God because he first loved us. So we know that God is good. He is love and that he designed and made us in a wonderful way and that he loves us so very much. And so I love the picture with the with the words, we love God because he first loved us. And I love the picture that brings to mind because it's like a circle of love coming first from God to us. And then do you realize that we could not love God if he did not place love inside of us to love right. him? Yes, we we are going to sign off. But oh, Catherine, we're on a roll. And I so love you. Get a hold of Catherine Evans and please join us next Sunday. God bless you. That special touch of God's excellence. Until next week. Bye bye for now.